Yes, hello one, hello all, and welcome to the Politics Mostly podcast with your host, Peter Ramirez. Guys, quick episode today. I'm going to come out with another episode on Thursday about some of the <laughs> more interesting laws that Republican states have been uh, <laughs> passing recently, and uh, a little alarming on that front, but I think it does tell us a lot about where the Republican Party is going, and I'm going to get more into that on Thursday. But I did have a thought about today's episode. Like I said, I'm going to try to keep this one short. I know I always say that, and then, you know, sometimes I get a little crazy, but I'm really focused today, so let's do this. Um, I was watching... Uh, Law and Order Special Victims Unit the other day, as I'm known to do, right? And one of the detectives for the show, this fictional show, uh, went undercover as an eco-terrorist, right? Tree-hugging group that, you know, killed people. And, you know, I didn't think much about it at the time. You know, these shows are always worried about being branded woke. So, you know, you got to throw a bone to the right every once in a while. So, yeah, the bad guys are left-wing sometimes. (laughs) You know, NBC Universal. Don't forget, you know, Republicans watch the show too. So, I'm watching it, and I didn't really think much about it. You know, it's a show. Didn't get upset about anything. It didn't really even register the fact that it was left-wing and, you know, any of that stuff. But then... I see something interesting recently pop across my information highway, and that is the report on mass shootings in America for 2022, right? The great thing about like the first few months of 2023, unless you're like FBI FBI crime statistics, is that generally the year-end data and statistics are available. So... The Anti-Defamation League took a look at all the mass murders in 2022, and they found something interesting, (laughs) okay? (laughs) They found something very interesting. So, you know, you have to take away the mass shootings that are, like, domestic, right? Um, Take away the mass shootings that are workplace-related, mental health-related, right? Schizophrenia, whatever. Um... And you have to look at uh, the mass shootings that are ideologically motivated, right? And so the ADL compiles the list every year. And wouldn't you know, all, this is a quote, all U.S. extremist mass killings in 2022 linked to far right. (laughs) And it kind of makes sense, right? You get... A lot of the religious extremists, right, these fundamentalist conservative people, whether it's Christianity, Islam, any of that stuff, and you get this huge rise in white supremacist killings. I mean, it's like, when I see a mass shooting now, and if the gunman's white, it's like, you know, liquidate the house with the mortgage and put all your money on on white supremacist killing, because that's kind of, you know... The flavor of the day these this time uh, these days. Um, so this is a quote from the report: All the extremist-related murders in 2022 were committed by right-wing extremists of various kinds, who typically commit most killings each year. Um, and this is the first time since 2012 where all of the killings were right-wing. Usually, there are some other <laughs> ideological. Uh, 
power struggles uh, fighting for this distinct honor. Um, so this isn't even the first time a whole year went by where the only ideological mass killings were fueled by far right. Um, white supremacists commit the greatest number of domestic extremist related murders in most year, but in 2022, the percentage was unusually high. 21 of the 25 murders were linked to white supremacists. And this is primarily due to mass shootings. Another of the murders was committed by a right-wing anti-government extremist, but only one, and that was the lowest number since 2017. So thank you for the anti-government uh, brigade for uh, somewhat controlling yourselves for an entire year. I knew you could do it. <laughs> um, but you do have to be honest, though. Where is the left-wing terrorism? Right. And I'm not saying that as like I'm reminiscing over good times. I, of course, denounce terrorism in all stripes and denounce violence. Of course, that should go without saying. You guys have heard me since 2019 on this airway. You know, I'm not like a violence guy. Um, but I was I was thinking about that SVU episode. Right. If every year. 100% or almost 100% of the terrorist killings are from the right. You know, why is there so much left-wing violence depicted in the media? And what I... And when you, when you think about it, it makes sense, right? Like, when was the last time a communist, like, shot up something, right? When was the last time a climate activist killed a an oil executive or a you know a gas lobbyist it just doesn't really happen right um you know when was the last time a PETA activist like firebombed a ceo of a meatpacking it, it these these extremist killings these acts of violence that are ideologically motivated seem to exclusively belong to the american right and that's not a distinction you want, but it's the, it's the distinction you get when these are the facts. Um, you know, the generation before us had the Weather Underground, which was a an actual left wing uh, organization that like bombed you know uh, <laughs> bombed organizations and individuals with right wing ideologies. Um, but since then, that's back in like the 60s, since then there really haven't been any organized, semi-organized left-wing violence in American society. And of course, in preparing for this episode, I looked up uh, the, <laughs> the favorite group of uh, the American right, <laughs> the ones that seem to be the cause of everything <laughs> and that is of course <coughs> antifa right short for anti-fascist and antifa um hasn't really been around for a long time but i looked into everything and there does appear to be one murder linked to antifa and that happened on august 29th 2020 uh the murder of aaron danielson um, I'm sure Mr. Danielson is an innocent victim and, you know, 
thoughts and prayers, right? My thoughts and prayers are with his family because that's the only thing the right gives us when they're dead school kids. Um, the thing with Danielson is he was a member of the far-right group Patriot Prayer. So he was killed when he participated in a caravan that drove through Portland, Oregon. It was an armed caravan. They had long rifles. They were displaying banners and signs supporting Trump. They were attacking uh, and menacing with the Floyd protests. Right. This is the, uh, if you're not American, the George Floyd killing at the hands of police officers. He was um, killed. He was killed by armed government workers. And if not for the video, the police officer never would have been charged. And so naturally, you know, a lot of there's a lot of protest. Uh, I've talked about the George Floyd protest forever. Over 92 percent of, of all of the thousands of George Floyd protests were peaceful. Um, there's actually more damage, more assaults on police at the January 6th incident, <laughs> I'll call it incident and not insurrection, uh, incident than all the George Floyd protests, thousands of them across this country put together. Um, so this guy in 2020 goes to Portland, Oregon, which is probably, I would say, the most liberal place in America, maybe second to San Francisco. And there was widespread public displays of anger over the murdering of a U.S. citizen at the hands of the government, which to this day shocks me that Republicans don't care more about that. And he was driving in this armed caravan through the most liberal part of the country and was displaying things about the stolen election, had guns harassing people who were allowed to uh, exercise their First Amendment rights, Blah, blah, blah. Now, am I saying it's his fault he got killed? No, of course not. I'm just saying that if, let's say, um, right, like let's say Donald Trump gets indicted, right, and there's this grassroots, um, grassroots movement across America where all thousands of Trump supporters start, you know, protesting in all these cities and suburban and rural areas, right? And then a very liberal group, it could even be Antifa for the sake of argument, if they got an armed caravan, right, and went through <laughs> Birmingham, Alabama, right, <laughs> Gary, Indiana, <laughs> Akron, Ohio, right, some like, I don't know, rightish place, and... So you got all these right-wing protesters out, angry, upset that their uh, leader is being indicted and facing possible jail time, at least a trial. And then the liberals, those libcucks as they are, decide, you know, this is a good time to take an armed caravan and go right into the middle of their country and talk, you know, have flags about trans rights, you know, something like that. I'm just saying there would be more than one dead body if that was the case. It, it wouldn't end well for the liberals if they did that. So, but back to the main point, you know, Antifa 2020, Michael Raynal, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly. He was an Antifa, um, you know, there's mixed reports about whether he was actually in the organization, if you can actually even enter the organization. It's very decentralized. 
Uh, but he was sympathetic to their cause, and he killed this guy, right? Shot him, um, allegedly in self-defense, which I should also say legally. You know, he claimed self-defense. Um, but that's really it. That's really it. And, you know, the loss of one person is a tragedy, but we don't really see this trend of left-wing violence in America. It just simply doesn't exist. But for the right, in just the last year alone, 25 mass killings... Um, mass shootings uh, motivated by ideology, all of them right-wing, usually anti-immigrants, pro-white nationalism, alt-right, anti-government crap, right, election stuff. And so I just thought that was interesting, right? Um, we're, we're told to be on the lookout for communists. We're told that, you know, uh, climate activist is is a Marxist movement, right? We're told to watch out for Marxism, Leninism. We're told to watch out for PETA and animal advocates. We're told to watch out for trans and the trans movement. None of these people are killing anyone, right? You may disagree with them. I'm sure I even disagree with them in some cases. But no one's killing anyone ex except the American right. So I just, I just thought that it was interesting enough for an episode today. Um, next time you want to be lectured about the right and how, you know, all these left-wing cities are, are a disgrace. Yeah, sure, you can look up, you know, FBI crime statistics for the last available year, and you can look at the top 10 states in this country, uh, homicides per capita, right? How likely you are to be shot in the face walking down the street. And yeah, sure, of the top 10 most dangerous states in the country, according to FBI crime data, eight of them, eight of the 10 are Republican. I, I mean, you could argue in good faith about that stuff. But in reality, these ideological uh, killings, the ones that are motivated by some, you know, not domestic situation, not you know, um, a mentally ill person, not, not, you know, something that's motivated by an ideological, and they all are right-wing. They're all right-wing. And even this, this report, last note here, this report got a lot of juice because 25 of the 25 killings last year, mass shootings, that were motivated by political um, interests were committed by right-wings, right-wingers. That was 100%. So, of course, you know, a lot of people were sharing this because, you know, 100%. But even, like, last year, the year before, we're talking 80 90% uh, uh, of killings. Are, it, this isn't a one-off year. The, the fact that this report got juice is because it's 100%, so it was, like, a clear narrative. But even in – it's not, like, 50 – it's never 50-50. It's always, like, 95-5 and stuff like that. So, so I, I just thought that was an interesting thing that – that speaks to something that's going on within the Republican Party, within the right-wing movement, within within MAGA, within within the alt-right. This this anti-immigrant push, this anti-vaccine push, the uh, you know the anti-lockdown, anti-government stuff. Um, and you know, you're allowed to protest anything you want in this country. I support that, but. You know, I draw the line at killing people. You know, call me extremist for that, but I, I'm, I'm anti-shooting people in the face. And I, I hope the right wing can dial down their rhetoric, maybe cap them to like 10 guns per person. Maybe, you know, that could be a law we can all get behind. You can only get 10 guns if you're, you know, you have to register with the government and you're not allowed more than 10 guns. Um, so that's just something to keep an eye out, guys, that, you know, the, the right wing's not really fucking around here and... They seem there's 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 a hatred within them within a lot of them. Not every Republican has hatred in their heart. I'm not saying that, but 
there does seem to be a push for violence. Uh, they have the means because they're generally well armed. Um, they believe in these weird, you know, conspiracy theories and just the most outlandish things ever. And just to keep an eye on that. And I'm happy the left wing doesn't really resort to violence in this country. It's very rare, right? Um, on the whole, on the on the Wikipedia page, now I was you know I was reading actual sources for this because you know I do some research before I get on the mic. Um, left wing terrorism has its own Wikipedia page, and the opening paragraph says that. The majority of left-wing terrorist groups originated in the aftermath of World War II and were predominantly active during the Cold War, right? Which ended in, you know, either 89 or 91, depending on what you're looking at. Most left-wing terrorist groups that had operated in the 70s and 80s disappeared by the mid-90s, right? So by the time I was born, pretty much every left-wing uh, extremist group, terrorist group, had been put by the wayside. And they said um, the only exception... It was the Greek Revolutionary Organization 17 November, parentheses 17N. So 17N was apparently some left-wing Greek terrorist organization, and they lasted until 2002. Right? So 2002, over 20 years ago, was the last time there was any kind of left-wing violent group. There's been one left-wing killing in America over the last some odd years, and that's the one I talked about where... Right-wing people got into armed caravans and drove into the most liberal place uh, in America and were, you know, harassing peaceful protesters. Uh, so, I mean, I f I'm comfortable enough. I'm comfortable enough to say with a very high degree of certainty that the the politically ideological motivated killings are like, exclusively to the right wing in America. Okay, guys, I will see you on Thursday for that episode on Republicans and these new state laws, which I find very interesting. Until next time.